Welcome to the Bra Sunday podcast. This is our annual episode of 2021. It is uh, d- it is December. Very exciting. I'm joined by my good friend Daniel. How are you? I'm. I. It's Christmas. Love love me some Christmas. I built a Christmas tree today. Don't recall asking. How are you? I'm. I'm great. How are you? I'm. I'm excited for. What's the Y word for Christmas? Yuletide. What? Isn't there like a Y word for Christmas? Yeah. Happy Yuletide. We may have a s- surprise guest later on, uh, so stay tuned. It's either <laughs> Very our friend, it's either our friend James or Al Gore. So you'll have to yeah. stay tuned and see whether it's James or Al Gore joining us on the podcast. Daniel, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Song recommendation of the year. It's not the week anymore. It is of the year because we only do one of these a year. I remember that little cute bit where you're like, I'll have a song recommendation. Um, do you want to do mine first while you have a look? No, I'll do my uh, top of 2020, my top song 2020. Oh, I'm not going to do my top song of 2020. Uh, I'll do Miss You by Foster the People. That and was that my number two. Sounds a bit like this. Very nice. Don't know what it sounds like, but in post, I chucked that in for for your listening pleasure. What's, what's your top song of the year? Oh, my top song was Content by Bo Burnham from Inside, but my favorite song at the moment is, uh, is Baby Blue by Badfinger, and that sounds something like this. Special love I had for you. Yeah, Abs- fuck Bo Burnham, am I right? Yeah, fuck, yeah. That's a- <laughs> my top song, my top song was Droopy Likes Your Face from the Minecraft Volume Alpha album oh, by C418. I saw that. that, was awesome. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know what, I listen to it when I'm doing, like, essays. Oh. And so, like, I had, like, I got stuck on an essay last sem. <laughs> so, I listened to it 87 times on repeat and I listened to it 87 times in oh one day, God. in one sitting. That's Jeez. how many times I had to listen to it to finish the essay. So, if you want to know how long it takes me to write an essay on contract law, 87 listens <laughs> of Droopy Likes Your Face. And how long is that song? About a minute 30. It's not very long. It is 1 minute 56. So, let's say 2 minutes times how many times? 86? 87. 87 says so 174 that's not that long it feels long when you're was, in the moment that was three hours <laughs> yeah i don't know it was a very not fun three hours okay so contract law is not it it's not we were just hosting a twitter space before it was quite funny and uh we we were discussing yeah, Twitter, whether the Twitter fix your shit. I, yeah, uh, the day Twitter learns how to implement a feature, I will be very happy because <laughs> the Twitter spaces it's like so close to functional, but then it also just breaks in the most fundamental ways, such yeah. as speakers not being able to speak. Yeah, and uh, if you change uh, the name epic. of the space, then all of the roles just get completely reset. <laughs> yeah, if you change the name of the space, it doesn't seem to change the name of the space. It seems to just start a new space on top of the old one, which I suppose is like one way of starting a new or changing a name is by starting a new space. But I don't know, not terribly elegant. Not terribly elegant. As spoken by me. Person who has no knowledge in running any kind of website, let alone one of the world's largest websites. I think you're qualified to give critique on Twitter's 
system. Oh, anyone can criticize Twitter. Yeah, that's now the beauty that, of Twitter. Now that Jack is gone. Now that Jack's gone, we can really take the gloves <laughs> off in our no-holds-barred criticism of Twitter. Because I remember when you first started Bruss Sunday, before you even knew me, I know you're like rationale for this podcast was a platform for you to criticize at length twitter oh true but and, um, <laughs> and then we added jack to our group chat our meme <laughs> we group added chat, and jack we just could not say chat. anything else yeah that's we why we that's trouble. why we haven't uploaded any podcasts since we added jack to the group chat yeah yeah i think we're now veering dangerously close to territory where we're going to make an accusation true um speaking of, of accusations of i'm tempted to unlawful. damage my eyeballs with a laser so that i can get john lennon glasses what are thoughts yeah sure i got a uv uh pen light in Sweet. my i got a i got one of those rapid antigen covid test kits and it came with a little miniature uv torch which is quite cool God, I hope James is talking to himself now. That's he looks very, <laughs> he looks very intense. Uh, that's our <laughs> special guest, James, or possibly Al Gore. Um, yeah, sorry. Stay. Yeah, don't, don't. Or don't, Harold Holt. You fuck this up every time, bro. This is not. why. This is the real reason why we don't do it. Is because Lachlan can't follow basic instructions. This is true. Speaking of basic instructions. I quite like Madagascar on the PS2, and I uh, I quite enjoy long-form video essay content. Um, so, I will be playing through Madagascar on the PS2, emulated, I do on the disc, so it's not naughty-naughty, uh, on stream, and I'm going to write a video essay. I'm pretty confident it still is. <laughs> it's, I'm, it's 100% going to be one of those cases of like, I remember it so well in my brain from when I was like, what, 2005 it was released. So when I was five and I've just got this like idea in my brain of how fucking sick this game is and I'm going to play it and it's just going to be shit, but I'm going to give it a chance. I'm willing to play it out. I think it's like three hours of gameplay yet. I think I've spent probably like over 200 hours in the game. I think that's the bit that concerns me. (laughs) I remember when you first brought this up and you were like, Oh, I, I, I played that for hours and hours as a kid. And then I went online and found a walkthrough that wasn't even a speed run. And the yeah. entire walkthrough was a three hour and 10 minute video yeah. on YouTube. Well, the thing is, it, it has a lot of like a, it has a lot of replay, replay value. So going back and, you know, getting collectibles and then getting things to get different games. And stuff. You're going to boot it up and it's going to be like the collectibles is like, you know, a set of 20. It's yeah. like collect 20 Marty coins. I think I'll 100% run it for for stream for the review um yeah absolutely i've never written anything like that so i think it'll be a good yeah you know learning experience i never knew that there was a madagascar tie-in game for gamecube and pc and everything because i played the game boy advance tie-in i think that was was a 2d wasn't it i don't think the one that i'm talking about the 2000 yeah the one you're talking about the 3d one Ah, it's on Xbox 360, PS2. Ah, 360. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I didn't know that existed. I played the 2D Game Boy Advance tie-in, which oh, is yeah. weird because Madagascar came out in 2005, which <laughs> seems like an odd time to pick to do yeah. a Game Boy Advance game. But I remember playing it because um, I played it on my DS Lite and the DS Lite came with a 
Game Boy cartridge reader, which was pretty epic. By the way, who thought it was a good, like a good marketing scheme to have the DS, which is like the old model, and then the DS Lite, which is like a new model updated in like every way, but like Lite is usually associated with like, like the worst version or like the worst. Ah, no, 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 no. It was like Lite as in physically Lite, because I think that was one of the biggest criticisms of the DS was it was a big chunk. It was L-I-T-E, so... Yeah, because marketing. Suck me off, Nintendo. I remember, no, I remember the original DS, as cool as it was, was an absolute chungus of a unit. Um, But then the DS Lite was less of a chungus. God, the DS Lite was a fascinating console. Slimmer, brighter, and more lightweight. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think it just, uh, it just had a better battery, like longer battery and less weight to it. And the shell was um, less like some weird... Because, like, it was modelled... I don't know whether it was, like, a deliberate design choice or what, but it did look a lot like a Game Boy Advance. Like, in a way, like, it felt thematically like a continuation of a Game Boy Advance. Um, But, yeah, no, I I loved my DS Lite. I remember that. I remember PictoChat. I remember I got... This is is a fun one. It came... They released Oprah Browser for the DS Lite, and you had to put in... You had to put in a 512 megabyte RAM expansion into the Game Boy yep. Advance slot to boot the browser. Yeah. Dude, oh, fucking PictoChat in the airport once. Me and my little brother were on PictoChat and we found other people in the airport with DS lights on PictoChat. And it God, was, it was really a brave new frontier for grooming. It was. Yeah. <laughs> grooming children oh. on your DS Lite in the airport. Oh. <laughs> Not a oh, thing. I, 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 I've always had an admiration for Nintendo as a company, but also a real concern that baked into a lot of their products from that time was like, okay, we've released a new product. Um, like even the later DSs, wasn't that a thing with like some of the later model DSs where it's like, as you walk throughout the city, it's like NFC, it will talk to other DSs that are in a powered down state. It's like just this weird, like all of our technology has some sort of element where it's just random interaction with other users. Yeah. Uh, that, that, like I'm not against it. That's, that's a cool thing, but it's also like, don't platform your products as like hardcore targeted to like the 10 and under crowd. <laughs> what were your favorite <laughs> like, DS games, Daniel? Uh, Nintendogs. Uh, Sim City for the DS has oh. got to be the best city builder on a <laughs> handheld I've ever played. Fair enough. Uh, what else did I play the shit out of? Uh, oh, God. The SpongeBob SquarePants game. What? Which sucked, but for some reason I played a lot of it. And I have distinct memories of playing it. And in the time I was playing it, thinking, this is atrocious. Why am I <laughs> playing it? <laughs> but I would persist in playing it. I played a fuckload <laughs> of Pokemon. Uh, Soul Silver. I played the shit out of. And then. Never played a single Pokemon game. Really? Which was a mistake. Yeah, I feel like you needed to do it when you were young. I feel like it's um, a lot harder to get into when you're older. But I could be wrong. I got into it big time when I was about fifteen on my. Okay. I got a PSP. I, I got a PSP Go. Um, I don't what know if you know the PSP that? Go. PSP so, Go. So the PSP you know, was not successful. So they thought a Go would be better. 
Oh no, it was it was like you know when they went V P S Vita. Yeah. And it's I like discless. My brother had a Vita. It was the precursor to the Vita. Mm. So it was like, you know, the T-Mobile slider phones where like you slide up and it, it was like a slider PSP. Yeah, right. Really compact, digital only, no disc. I had that. And um, what I did was um, I homebrewed it and turned it into a Game Boy Advance and I played Leaf Green on it. Nice. Um, which I think kind of spoke to how successful the PSP Go was <laughs> as a platform for Sony. Was the best use I got out of yeah. it was turning it into an emulator. My my brother bought a Vita. He was obsessed with this Vita. So, he went and bought one. It was shit. And then he sold it to me for pretty much nothing. But when Borderlands 2 came out on it. And then I downloaded it. And I'm like, oh, I don't really like Borderlands 2 anymore. And it's shit on this. It's like 14 FPS. So then I think I just sold it back to him for like the same price. I, I, the PSPs, I don't know why people think the PSPs were a success. Like, has, I've never heard anyone say that a PSP was a success. Like it sold, especially the OG PSPs. I think cause it was like, kind of like a big foray by someone who wasn't Nintendo into the handheld space. Yeah. Right. That wasn't like gimmicky hardcore gimmicky or you know it was just yeah it was a bit of transitional technology and i think yeah it was, it was interesting but old and i say wasn't nintendo it was other japanese major multimedia companies sony instead to really shake things up yeah um but yeah i don't know i just i don't know i i liked my psp go i loved it a lot I used to play GTA Vice City on it and then freak out that my parents would find out that I was playing GTA Vice City on it and delete it and then get bored of not playing Vice City. (laughs) So re-download it, but I lived in regional New South Wales. So downloading it took about three and a half hours. Um, Yep. Bearing in mind that I don't think either of my parents would know how to power it on. Uh, (laughs) So the fun things you think when you're a kid. Have we got um, a special guest arriving, Daniel? Oh my God, it's Al Gore. Tell us about climate change. Hey guys, Al Gore here. Hey, um, hey, Al. How are you? I'm. Oh yeah, you know, just living my life, doing the things that Al Gore so usually DS does. So light, right? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Nothing. Um. Yeah, Nintendo. James is now going to play Al Gore for the remainder of this podcast because we now do characters on this podcast. Yep, I'm <laughs> not going to do that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so if it helps, pull up the Wikipedia page for Al Gore. Oh, it really. <laughs> I can't does. type. I've kind of jerry rigged my. So oh, yeah. my um my microphone stand is currently being held together by one screw with uh, one bolt without a nut screwed on the end. So. And my microphone cable's running across my keyboard, and I, it's just a very messy. Hey kind James, of look at the group chat situation. Well, that's a lovely story, James. I'm um, scared. I don't really recall asking. Um, okay, well, luckily this is a podcast <laughs> where we. I think. Talk. I think Lockie, going back to this original. Hold very on, long hold on, you silly, tangent. you silly bastard. What? James, what is your song recommendation of the year? Oh, yeah, what's your song? 
Are we doing the? Are we doing top songs? So do from your top, Spotify rest. Do your top of say rap, a top song and then one that you're just vibing currently. Oh, my top song is um, a song called "Do You Want to Do Nothing with Me" by a band called Lawrence, which is actually quite a good song. Sounds like this. Do you want to do nothing with me? Just don't know what that Very sounds nice. like, either, but there you go. It's a, you know what? Yeah, it's a bit of a bop, um, but I'm surprised that that was the probably because uh, in one of the bands I play and we play that, so I played it a lot on Spotify to practice to it, which is probably why it's come as my number one. As for a recommendation for a song, uh, we're going to use the power of editing to retroactively place some words that I say later on in the night when I've actually thought of it. Into this spot, so my no, recommended think no, of something song. now. It's not how it works here, James. No, I don't no. edit things Editing. except for when it's. I only edit things that are like you know convenient. But if this is way too inconvenient, this is above. Yeah, this sounds okay. like Lockie a lot. does not understand how to use a computer. Um, um, no, I just want to make it more difficult for you. It's not that he doesn't understand; it's that he chooses not to understand. Yeah, that's quite a simple thing <laughs> to do, actually. But I'm just not going to do it. Ignorance is bliss. Look, I, I'm really looking through is. my top 100 here to try and get an idea of. Okay, well, what to we'll come back to you, James, but it won't be done in a at all convenient way. At the end of the podcast, we're going to shame you, and <laughs> you're going to give a recommendation. Okay. Um, in exciting yeah. news, myself and James are currently considering doing a cover of this song, which is "Love of My Life" by Queen, and it sounds like this. Are you actually considering that? We're not considering. We're going to do it. Um, and oh, this I'm is gonna really upsetting. The vocal I part on trombone. S- and uh, James <laughs> is going to do guitar and shit his this pants. This is really upsetting for some reason. I'm going to remove. I, I think this project now. is a bad idea. I thought your Madagascar video essay <laughs> was a bad idea, but now it's sounding like an outstanding idea. What the fuck? What's wrong with Love of My Life by Queen? It is I a good know. It is a brilliant it's, Yeah, it's it an alright song. Yeah, it's not. Right. It is Shut available. The Shut the f- what is your Come problem, on. Daniel? I just, I, 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 um, yeah, it's like I think Queen God. covers aren't ever very good. Hey, we'll prove you wrong. Damn. All right. Okay. It's trombone <laughs> and guitar. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong? Um, not much. Uh, when was the last time you played? When was the last time you played trombone? Um, when James was here for like True. five minutes. Because I was playing it so horribly that he had to take it away from me. <laughs> I confiscated it. I was like, this is how you do it. Oh, dear. It was quite funny. I did, you ever um, had anything confiscated from you by like an authority of some sort? Like your school or the police or customs uh, uh rowan had a knife confiscated at cus- at um at canberra airport <laughs> he had a knife a pocket knife in carry-on like a fairly sizable one and they're like oh we're guessing you didn't know about this he's like yep and he got in and he got got into like past customs he's really shitty he's like oh that was a fucking expensive knife I'm like oh i feel like you should just be happy that you got away with just them confiscating it Oh, like going through terminal security. Yeah. yeah. Oh, usually they post yeah. it back to you, don't they? No, I think they just cracked the shits and said, "Oh." One of my friends, um, when we were going on a school trip, ax- had a knife in his bag Jesus. at Sydney Airport, I think it was, and they like they were like, "Oh, we'll post it back to you." They were like pretty good about it. I'm not sure if he actually got it back, but 
That's what they said. I don't think I've had anything confiscated. Have you had something confiscated, Daniel? <laughs> oh, oh, one time for... Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Regional New uh, South no, one, story. Ready? No, no, no. This is a, this is a school excursion. Told we you. went to Sydney and it was a, like a weird joint excursion with like the year 10 geography kids and the legal studies kids for some reason. Oh, yeah. And my, I don't know, but my legal studies teacher didn't like junior school kids at all. So, like, not seniors. Um, and we were going to go to the district court to watch a particular case. And for some reason, geography students were coming along. I, I think because they were doing, like, civics. It was, like, the civics component of their geography. So, they had to, I don't know, civics stuff. Anyway, so we're going up to the court and, like, we just came with nothing because, like, legal studies is, like, what the fuck? Like, there's nothing to write or do. But, like, the year 10 geography kids have been doing some, like, activity sheets or some bullshit like that. So, a lot of them had pencil cases and everything. And the legal studies teacher, uh, who I won't name, uh, we were walking up to Downing Centre, which is a big, like, central court in Sydney. And she just is to the year 10 kids. It's like, who's got scissors? And it's like, oh, like, a lot of us do because we have our pencil cases. She's like, they won't let you have that in the court. Everyone give them to me now. <laughs> so, she gave, like, a bunch of the kids gave them to her. And she had, like, a solid fistful, I want to say, of, like, 10 to 15 pairs of scissors. She confiscates them all, turns around, and just throws them in a bin on the street. And then he's like, all right, let's go into the court now. (laughs) And then the best part, I think, was we go through court security and a kid had scissors and court security didn't give a fuck. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) And I just to this day, and I'm pretty sure I think she was previously a solicitor. So I always have my doubts. (laughs) <laughs> whether that was motivated by a security requirement. I'm sure like it was all done in good faith, but it was just something very funny about that. Just like rounding up all these kids' scissors in the middle of Sydney and like letting him go off a little bit from her and then just turning around to the nearest bin and just dumping them and walking off. I think the closest I have for that is we went to Sydney for our Chinatown trip studying Mandarin in uh, year eight when I was 14 and Rowan was there and Rowan bought a sort like a samurai. So basically the, the rules were no laser pointers, no lighters, no knives, no swords, no guns. Um, so our challenge in our friend group was to buy all five of the things and try to, <laughs> try to get them. Um, so I think I bought a lighter and I bought like a cap gun. It was like a very accurate replica of like a, a revolver. It was scary, like full metal, proper fucking. Where'd you go? Like Paddy's yeah, Market. Yeah, Paddy's Market. Yeah, you uh, can get anything. Rowan bought a sword and a knife. And I think, <laughs> I think I bought a laser pointer as well. And um, I don't know. One of my friends, someone else was just like, you know, had the, like, it's very difficult to hold, to hide like a samurai sword. And the, uh, the, the band teacher we were hiding it from, but our Mandarin teacher who should have probably told us to, you know, fucking get rid of it. He was just like, show me. So we pulled them all out. He's just like, oh, that's, that's sick. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. So that's probably the closest 
to getting confiscated that I've been, but that's not really at all close to confiscated. That is, I was a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> I bought a sword in public in the middle of oh, and a gun replica. Like it was scarily re- accurate. I, the guy I, was just like, I, he's like, put this in the bag. Do not take it out because it looked like, other than like the little orange cap, it looks like a legit revolver. <laughs> that is not good. So it's like a die-cast cap yeah, gun yeah. and a replica. Sa- okay, they so don't sell them anymore. Your story. <laughs> Your story of confiscation in school is I bought a sword and a replica <laughs> gun in Australia's most popular city yep. and my band teacher was on board. <laughs> no, so Mandarin teacher. <laughs> band teacher didn't want it. Oh, Mandarin teacher. Yeah. Oh, of course. He was a cooked <laughs> I like that I knew that this was a story about Patty's Dude, Mr. Yin was such a yeah. legend. So, like, I don't know. I'd always chat to him about, like, because he was a professional... Um, Pistol shooter. He was really good at... Uh, <laughs> They're going to say he's a professional teacher. Professional te- yeah. You would hope so. <laughs> um, so, I always chatted in- with him about that. Um, and, yeah, we saw... For some reason, uh, when he retired, because he was like probably 70-something when he retired, he was Vietnamese, a Mandarin teacher. When he retired, me and Rowan kept going in and out of like the art staff room for whatever reason, talking to teachers. Um, and we saw that his phone number was on a little... Um, little sticky note up on his desk for the relief, like for his replacement teacher. So we took a photo of that and um, we heard reports from our friends in college that he was at the local Hungry Jack's. So, so Rowan's like, instead of walking a hundred meters to go check, let's call him on this number that I have. And we called him and he's, he's just so confused. He's like, gets this phone call from school kids being like, are you at Belco Hungry Jack's? This is Rowan from this high school it's just oh, like what the dear. fuck so we walk over and i got a photo with him because i don't know i i wasn't sure if i was ever going to see him again so yeah got a photo with the yeah, legend fair enough mr yin actual fucking legend that's pretty great this is a strange have- story oh, that was the chinatown trip where where there was five of us in the hotel room and so there was a double bed that rowan had just like somehow dibsed for himself everyone else was in bunk beds but when we woke up in the morning i think one of the guys had slept walked and woken up in the bed with Rowan and Rowan had no idea how he got there. So we just wake up in the morning and this other guy is just in bed. God, that was a good trip. Man, let's go to... Actually, Sydney's just gotten worse since then. Sydney fell you off. Can't buy, you can't buy replica firearms at these anymore. Can't buy guns in Sydney anymore. Shit sucks. That was a good trip though. I got... No, who got food poisoning? Someone got food poisoning. <laughs> Such a great trip. Oh, that's oh, when Rowan man. bought the open sign as well. Like everyone, oh, yeah, everyone was yeah, just yeah. like walking around buying, you know, normal like Sydney touristy stuff. And Rowan found this like hentai anime shop, and he's just like, hmm, walks in. Is that sign for sale? Yep, like fifty bucks or something, which was a lot for a fourteen-year-old. He's just like, no, nah, I gotta have this. So that's where the open sign came from. That was <laughs> okay. A good trip. What a classic. So you went on a trip. Your Mandarin teacher hid that you got samurai swords and everything. Or did you, like, pressure him into hiding it and then continue <laughs> to pressure him even after retirement? It's like, yo, Mr. Yin, <laughs> I know where you at. <laughs> Don't forget that. No, he was chill as fuck. <laughs> I always know where you at, Mr. Yin. I feel weirdly uncomfortable. Why? Let's, let's never discuss this person again. <laughs> He was such a legend. I hope he's not dead. That would really ruin my night. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Lockie. Deep breath. Do I have the photo with him? 
Yeah, it'd be oh. something. Oh. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this is weird. You're like weirdly obsessed. No, he was like guy. actually like the fucking <laughs> best human. Being. No, you don't understand. No. He was you no. Had to help me it's not like that. Out of Sydney Paddy Market. It wasn't a firearm. It was a cap gun. And you, you don't really have to smuggle anything out of Paddy's Markets. That is true. Everything looks at People story. just understand what Paddy's Markets is. That is true. I've not been to Paddy's Markets in a hot minute. Next time yeah, I'm up in either. Sydney, I'm going to go. Yeah, every let's, time, let's do a Sid trip. Every time I've been to Paddy's Markets, I've bought some kind of weapon or something that looks like I it. I remember last time we were there, you, you were looking for the place that you got the cap gun from. <laughs> I remember, and you're like, oh, they don't sell it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look every time I go to see if the cap gun guy's there. Maybe he got arrested or something for selling replica firearms to children. <laughs> Bro, the places in Paddy's are, like, pretty transient at times. Like, there's a few places that have been there for a very mm. long time, but it's a market, so it does change out quite a yeah. bit. But I just remember the guy being like, do not show this to anyone. <laughs> you're looking for a guy who hasn't sold at Paddy's for like 15 yeah. years. You're like, I swear is he like lives in Perth now. Honestly. <laughs> and you're like, I will find him if I go back to Paddy's. There will be a sign. Man, Man throw back to when Sydney had monorail. That was the, that was that was chill. It didn't really go anywhere useful, <laughs> but it did have a stop next to Paddy's, which True. I quite like. I remember liked. that. I think I took it a couple of I times remember. when I was very young. I've taken a monorail quite a bit. I miss the monorail. And I remember like if I was like, like when I was a kid and if we were staying in like Darling Harbour or something, we'd get a monorail down to Paddy's Markets because there was a stop like across the road from it or yeah, something like that. Yeah. I want to know what happened to the monorail because they're like, Didn't oh, they it's going to Hobart, yeah. guys. But it, it there's no monorail in Hobart. So... Where them carriages at, boy? Because I want to buy one and turn it into like a little tiny house. Put it on your roof, perhaps? I need to ask Chad where he got those really tiny glasses. The shops. Okay, thank you, Daniel. Dan makes a good point. Just just think for a second, bro. Honestly. (laughs) Oh, me and... I had a family friend in, um, in Melbourne the other night. I'm like... I got to take him to rooftop. Like, where mm. else can we go? So we fucking Ubered all the way into the city. And uh, I say all the way into the city. It was like 10 minutes. Um, and on a Tuesday night, rooftop line was like probably 20 minutes wait. Oh, my God. So you went you went to rooftop with Mr. Gin. <laughs> I'd love to go to rooftop with Mr. Gin. I wish Rowan was here. He would fucking share the vibe of Mr. Gin. Yeah, okay. Should I call Mr. Gin okay. right now? No, don't. That oh, would be geez. really uncomfortable. Oh, it'd be funny as fuck. I really do hope he's not dead. He won't be, bro. Chill. Oh, God. Oh, he's on LinkedIn. Oh, don't add him on LinkedIn. <laughs> don't add him on LinkedIn. That's weird. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, dear. Stop doxing your Mandarin teacher. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's a lot of yins. <laughs> You've given a lot of identifying <laughs> features that would help no, narrow it down. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm willing to bet that there's actually not that many Mr. Yins in Australia, let alone ones who have taught secondary Mandarin <laughs> within some sort of school setting. Who is this woman? What? I don't know. Oh, that's the old principal. 
Stop stalking your school Lachlan's people. Lachlan's really just going. Lachlan, this is, I need this to is find creepy. In. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. Like I, I'm. I'm not. I don't understand revisiting high school once you've finished high school. Dude, I loved high That's school. That's why I don't. I don't get peak. high school reunions. What? I do not get high school get reunions. I understand the concept. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the concept, James, as well. Yes, but I just i i don't i don't necessarily I'm familiar feel with the concept of a reunion. I'm familiar with the concept of a reunion. <laughs> James is quite um, but a I don't, concept, I don't, actually. Yeah, James I would, is. I would go to one yeah. college reunion. Well, maybe not high school. Yeah, actually, fuck high school. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like ninety percent of cunts from high school, I would just have no idea. I just never talk. High to. school would kind of be funny though. College would be kind of poggers. Primary oh, yeah, I forget you guys have split. Oh, I'd go to a primary yeah. school reunion just yeah. because, like, it, that would be interesting from a perspective of what happened to these six-year-olds. Oh, although, all of my, like, my primary school pretty much all went to my high school, so it's like, I don't know. Yeah, same. Not that. Well, most of my primary school went to my college, but I skipped the high school part. Classic James, so always going to beep... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, mine, mine was really spread out. Plus, I moved <laughs> primary schools at one point, so I really got no clue where anyone went. Should we title this podcast <laughs> Mr. Yin? Mr. Yin, where are you? <laughs> going, going rooftop with Mr. Yin. Rooftop with Mr. Yin. There you well, go. Well, you never know. That might be the next annual podcast. Is uh, By that point, I will have been to Rooftop with Mr. Yin. Get Mr. Yin on the podcast. Yes. I don't think I don't think they'd let us do a podcast at Rooftop. I don't think they have a fucking choice. <laughs> I think the audio would suck as well, just because yeah. Victoria, like, I don't know. Emergency vehicles, very loud in Victoria. Not the yeah, fucking music the, the that's music. cranking and the people around. The first thing Daniel's... Oh, oh no! Like, <laughs> no! Like, if we were gonna do it, we'd do it properly. Like, we got know, this we fucking scrape. like cranking bar that's got doof doof going all the time. Dad's no, no, like, no, no, no! Would police book it for a private minutes. function? Do you reckon you could book oh, rooftop? Maybe. They'd probably want a lot of money. Oh, we just like get a chat on the lot case. of money. True. Like they'd probably want like eighty k. What? What? Eighty? Probably more. Well, think, what's their takings in one night? It's got to well, be they're all underage, so they can't really afford... Like, just, like, imagine the cheapest cocktail you can buy. That's what's being bought. Yeah, and it's, like, 15 bucks. <laughs> so, I don't know. I reckon places like Rooftop would be absolutely drowning in cash. And... Oh, what's... Well, that? not during lockdown, but now mm. that the whole lockdown thing's over. Oh, a yoga place rents it in the afternoon. Oh, we could rent it during the day. That would probably be a lot cheaper. That'd be funny. So let's actually look <laughs> yeah. into doing that. It'd be funny as fuck. Yeah, let's look into doing. Let's look into renting rooftop. I love booking function venues. It's just <laughs> it's a my dream game. is to book like <laughs> I don't know, like the hall at the Arboretum in Canberra, which is like a function space for a lot of people, and then like have a dinner of like three people at it, or like you know. I don't know, just book, like booking one of the rooms at like the Sydney Convention Centre, like booking a convention room just on like a really cheap random time where it's not too expensive. And then just chill out there. Then just go sit just in there like, on a like one chair in the centre of the room on your phone, just like scrolling through for the whole like six hours you have the plan. 
they come into church. <laughs> oh man, that's even like, better than that. Uh, yeah, that's even better than what I was thinking. I was thinking of like just getting a television and playing Switch games. <laughs> it's just in this massive space. I don't know. I and like I think you wouldn't have anyone else in on it. It's like, hey, do you want to come play? Like, do you want to do a yeah. games night? It's like, yeah, come sure, sure, sure. Address. Where at the Sydney Convention Centre? It's like, oh, is this some sort of like expo? No, no, <laughs> just meet me there. Yeah. <laughs> meet me there. I've got an Airbnb near it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's it's hard to find. So just meet me at the convention centre, <laughs> and I'll walk you to the Airbnb. And it's like, all right. Hey, how you doing? Come on in. It <laughs> opens up like hall one. I don't know. I, 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 I find that like there's, there's a lot of reasonably priced function spaces that can be massively underutilized by people who have too much time and money. Um, Speaking of high such school. As, what? What? I remembered. We're not talking about high school. We're not talking about high school. We're not talking about high school. Listen, my brain went from you alone in a convention center playing around with all the AV bits and pieces to us in high school. We were in charge of like the sound and lighting stuff. And we were given an hour before this assembly to like prepare. Oh, no, it was like musical or something to prepare. And I remember... Some cunt had a microphone up on the stage and like the microphone was like left up the highest level. So everyone in the building across could hear like just this person screaming into the mic. So like teachers were cranky already. And then as the principal, the vice principal opened the doors of the hall to be like crack the shits. Some cunt got hit in the face by like a broomstick. Like I think it was Rome was like swinging a broomstick around, hit this cunt in the face when he saw the principal. And like, I think, I don't know. I don't think they got hurt, but. We got in big trouble. That was not worth it. It was great. <laughs> that was a crap. Let me up your story. So, in my primary school, uh, the sports committee was made up of a bunch of year six kids, and their job was to open up the sports shed, and there would be, like, four sports shed passes per class, which would get handed out, and kids could go down and exchange a pass to get equipment to go play. Um, and essentially, this was like a ticketing system just so that when the sports share got opened and run by a bunch of six-year-olds handing out equipment to a bunch of like, you know, no, it was like run by a bunch of 10-year-olds handing out equipment to a bunch of like six to nine-year-olds, um, which is, you know, a bad mix. So the ticketing system was brilliant. Uh, for a period of time, one of the things you could check out during break was aluminium baseball bats until the sports <laughs> shed SRC committee packing up was swinging one of the bats around and knocked another member of the sports committee out cold. Um, and then they had, and I remember I found out about that because I had to go to the staff room for some reason. I walk in and I see, I'm not going to name them, but I see one of the year six SRC sports members <laughs> laid out on the staff room break table. Like they had a big long bench oh. table in the middle of the staff room that all the staff would, like I went to a tiny primary school. So it's like, you know, there was like 25 teachers, I think. So it was like, you know, uh, they just had the kid laid out in a recovery position on the table while they waited for My the school ambulance. Probably had, uh, it wouldn't have had many more than 25 teachers, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, what am I meaning? 25, te- no, like 25 staff in oh, total. Oh, right. Like from principal to maintenance, like to the teachers, to the oh, yeah, yeah. three front office ladies, like the entire school, like there were 25 adults on the premises. I reckon my For first like primary school would have been kids. 15 adults. Yeah. She got shut down because it was so small. Oh. There was one teacher Sad. for each year 
Kindy to six, so that's seven. I think there was a librarian, eight. Principal, deputy principal, nine, ten. Jet. We have a lot of tiny schools in our area that have, like, only two teachers. Damn. Little, with, like, four, 30 kids, 40 kids. Um, yeah, so, yeah, they knocked they knocked one of the kids out with a aluminium baseball bat. So, that's a much better story than your pissy one where Rowan lightly tapped a kid on the nose with a broom. And, fucking and then you all whacked. had to cry. You all had to cry because you were AV nerds. I think I got... I don't know how I got out of it. I just, like, acted very innocent and... You just put on the John Lennon glasses. I just talked to Mr. Yen <laughs> and he got me out of it. I don't know. Um... That was a terrible segue, Lachlan. Stop reminiscing about high school. Speaking of unless high it's school. properly violent. How are you, James? Just overlay that video of the fucking... It's an audio-only thing, so... <laughs> he does oh, yeah. raise a very good point. Oh, that actually brings me to my other point, which I was going to say earlier. I think it would be quite funny if we did a podcast at Rooftop, but it was audio-only, so you just can't tell... <laughs> That is actually very funny. It's like we read oh, this place yeah, that's, out. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was there was no audio, there was no visual component in my mind. I'm no, I'm curious to see if I bring like my Zoom H5, I bring my pod mics and my SM, like all of my audio gear, and like properly set up and start recording. Like what? I'm sure people would just like give funny looks, but I'm wondering if they actually would like, what? crack the shit. In the like- they a hundred percent would. Why? Well, like, you, you can't just record people no, you're not without recording people. their you're consent. consent. That's not how that works, bro. <laughs> but the mu- you would not be able to hear anything. So the you're music. on private dynamic property. microphones, so it wouldn't be too bad. Oh, God. No, I, 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 we should do that. Let's just do a Brust bring- Sunday special. <laughs> Bring like I love three that. boom mics and just start hanging them over people's tables. <laughs> That's always been one of my favorite candid like bits is like a dumb prank is like, I think the chaser did it. They used to just like do a fake press scrum on random people just mm. walking around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of just like taking like a reality TV crew out and just like following someone and being like, you're micing them up with boom mics. I don't know. There's something really intimidating about a boom mic. Cause it just kind of like lingers above you. <laughs> lingers. Um, going back to the point I was about to make, I love that we're making all these grand plans for the Bruss Sunday podcast, which is mm. a barely alive and B not very good. And I feel like most of, like, it's so much build-up and effort goes into these things for basically nothing. Well, that's it's <laughs> it's so like, funny for us, and we don't care if anyone else finds it funny. <laughs> it is really funny, though. Like, that's our whole oh, sense of should... humor is, like, we don't care if anyone else finds it funny, as long as it's funny to us. Like, that's like James's tweet that the... only I understand, like, the Lockie, Lockie's knob sale fucking meme. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Like that is one of the let's, best let's memes I've it. ever seen because it's specific to one situation that two people witness. <laughs> let's book the hall at the Arboretum. It's a hall at the Arboretum that has like a really scenic view of Canberra. How expensive. Yeah. It's like a function space that can fit a lot of people in it. I and it would be funny to have like a table. Year 12 formal. Oh, really? That's crazy. If you segue into a high school story, I'm going to snap your neck. So talking about high um, school, actually... I don't I'm going to snap your neck harder than you school. snap your you car's axle, James. My what? 
then you snap your rear rack rear diff Dan, or Dan tried to make I tried a to make a car joke. I tried to make a car joke. I was so close. I had the pieces, but I just couldn't put them For together. Some I had I axle rear diff. Snap your snap. brass axle. I'm like, <laughs> what is a brass axle? No, he did actually try to. Okay, I, I, I respect tried. the grind. I would like respect for that grind. So do we I want am the village centre? The Margaret Whitlam... Oh, the pavilion. Yeah, the pavilion. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> do you see how much it's like some sort of weird, like... Should I send an email? Far future, like, villains. I'll put it on uh, the they've company They've got their card. rates on the website. The problem is, they've got Lockie, the rates on their website. Be I've looked into this here. before. <laughs> oh, well, if we book the Arboretum, I'll be there. Okay, Yeah, cool. absolutely. I wonder if you can book the rock garden and get permission to like set up a marquee <laughs> Let's do a and do it. Podcast in the rock, garden. <laughs> rock garden podcast. Yes, I don't think they'd care. No, no, no one goes to the rock ask. garden. No, you'd, but it's only funny if you get proper like planning permission. D- and everything. You'd be getting like it is all sanctioned. To go to the rock no, I think it's still funny. If I don't think it would cost. I don't think it would cost. I think you just need to talk to someone in parks and conservation. I'll just send probably. an email with my work email saying that I'm from media, and they're like, "Oh, media, okay." Little do they know I make Reddit videos. <laughs> it's a win-win. I need more red wine. I probably should have prefaced that. I'm drinking. I just watched Lucky lick his wine glass in a very obscure manner. That doesn't make sense, James. Moving on. Um, Fuck you. Look. (laughs) All right. Suck off, Daniel. Dan's just a... (laughs) I I think we should do that. We should book the Margaret Pavilion or whatever it is. Um, We should book, like, the Great Hall at Parliament House. (laughs) Uh, We should book... What else can you book? Can you book somewhere in the War Memorial? Oh. Maybe not. Let's steer clear of that one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's not do that How one. much do you think um, we would have to pay a J-Car employee to use J-Car Fishwick? A single employee. I think 50 bucks <laughs> to the store manager would like 100% sort it. I feel like, no, it'd have to go up. It would. It would get escalated, I think. No, but literally just like slip it on the table. We'll be there for an hour. I don't know about that. <laughs> Come on. We've got to work out connections. That Why is James funny. the one spiking the idea? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you still on their payroll, bro? Is there something? Is this like their no, immersive J-Cars marketing slipping you money that- to not let me record a podcast <laughs> in the Fishwick <laughs> store? Jcar just- slips him a big whack of cash every month just to like whenever there's a discussion about something that J-Car might sell and the conversation, mm. like the conversation naturally goes, oh, have you checked Bunnings? <laughs> James's job is to then remind people that, hey, J-Car might stock but that. But also say we, so- <laughs> we stock that. It's not J-Car. Oh, like it's still God. the we. Yeah. You guys are whipped by that employer of yours. What? Nah. <laughs> I don't like that both of you will discuss J-Car as we. As if you like uh, still. I've stopped saying we for J Car a very long time ago. True. No, every now and then you slip into no, it. I don't think it's I not do. common. Like you're no, you're not bad like James. <laughs> but every now and then I catch you doing a little. A little. Wee. Oh, we've got that at J Car. You do a little <laughs> wee. <laughs> James does massive wees. Like he just constantly wees. But Lockie, every like Lockie, every six months or so, we'll have a quick little wee. Oh, don't be ridiculous, Daniel. 
Now, you see, the joke here is, <clears throat> like, we is in urinate, but then we is in the collective. Ah, oh, very funny. We should cut that, and then if they ask us what kind of podcast it is, send that, like, to any function space we're trying to book for the podcast. They're like, do you have a sample of your podcast? Send them that bit. And that will kind of, like, really reassure them that this is a professional, oh, yeah, good production. Definitely. That's what we're about here, professionality. Oh, I forgot I got a, I got a um, LinkedIn message. Why are you telling us That's this? crazy. Read it on the podcast. Oh, True. I probably shouldn't. It's related to my actual employment. Well, you've oh. mentioned it on the podcast and so now you have to read it. Yep, that's how it works. Hey, James, do you get bank statements? <laughs> do I get bank statements? Yeah, just like, do you get them? Yes, I do. Okay, you've mentioned your bank statements on the podcast and so now you have to start reading them one oh, item right. by Let one item. Let me just item. bring up my most recent one. Hey, James, does your, does, your, does your Visa card have numbers? <laughs> Can you just read me out those funny numbers? Can Bank. you just read your... Could you just read your Visa card? Just have me a little bit of a look at the... Oh, man. I, I, please don't actually do it, James. I'll be very upset. Reminder to vote. Why did I get um, this from my I, bank? I think... I think if we did, I think if we book somewhere, we'd have to get a guest, but a guest who doesn't know anything about the podcast and so thinks it could be a legit podcast, but then the history of it is like, oh, who could that be? You know, just someone who's like no clue what it's on about. And then we can really build whatever we want into it. I could try to get like, like someone like- Kevin (laughs) Rudd. No. That would be awesome. No. Someone like Bordy, Bordy would be funny. She lives in oh, Canada. that would be very funny. I don't think Brian, I don't think I, I think, can work my um. Work, I don't think I, I can think work my the the funny background is like so the background is this podcast is shit. We mm. present it to them as like just a new podcast, even though it's been going on for years. But then when they sit down and it's like we kind of like preempt them up. That's like oh, it's just a chill like podcast about like. Internet culture About the Beatles being underrated And then we sit down And we just like Dive straight into like like Technical analysis Of like stocks And it's like Like some sort of like You know Grindy crypto Stock Day trading (laughs) podcast And just see how much They like I don't know Just see how they go I I like that idea Of just creating Three separate like Points of identity For this And then just throwing Someone into it It's very Eric Andre show-ish um, but I think what differentiates us from that is ours won't be funny. Wow. And I think that's underappreciated. Hey, James, have you thought of a song yet? You have had the whole podcast. Oh, you yeah. Have you thought of a song? I've been listening to Dan talk about God fucking knows what. <laughs> so I've been quite distracted. I will um, not have that remark, Stan. Thank you very much. I'm not the one tangenting about random bullshit in Sydney to do with a Mandarin teacher who, I don't know, did something with a goat that one time. Hey, he just um, killed that goat. Nothing else. Nothing bad. Move on, Lachlan, because that's. Uh, I feel like this is a perfect. I'm going to edit in like fifteen. Try and be. 15, no, I'm going to edit in fifteen minutes of silence right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I just. I don't know. 
There's every now and then when we're talking about very real people, very close <laughs> to like our circles, I get a bit panicky because like it reaches a natural point in the conversation where we'll say something like just really cheap shock humor that is also probably very defamatory, mm. um, but in the realm of it's all uncomfy. I don't know. Um, yeah. So basically, James, I will not hear that kind of like talk from you. I've just had constructive and thoughtful contributions. Okay. I ever told you about the time I threw up in customs. Okay, James, while he's telling her. this story, please research your <laughs> song so we can end song. this fucking oh, podcast. Oh, man. Yeah, I want to. I don't really want to tell my story. I just want to end the podcast. No, tell the I story. I think it's been a good one, though. No, it's been tell a good the podcast, story. though. I'm not telling it. I'll tell no. it at our special one. Our special oh, one no. in a year's oh. time. <laughs> yeah. When we do this special one at a venue, I'll tell that story as the opening story because it's quite upsetting. Um, so subscribe and just and like- or follow and something if you want. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, James. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I, I feel like I haven't contributed much to this podcast. Like You've contributed a lot. Have I said anything? S- I genuinely yes. cannot remember. Speak some- <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Speak some Italian for us. Speaks it to say piccolo. James is actually currently in a low oxygen environment and is going hypoxic. Suffering from hypoxia. They call me um, the sugar writer. <laughs> I am what they... I, I am known in the business as the sugar writer. That's what they call me. We'll go That's my it. gangland name. If Have that you, was my um, gangland name, I'd get killed immedately. <laughs> Lachlan, have you... Uh, rec- have you- so, in this little... <laughs> in this part where you recommend songs it, previously, have you done Waltz Number 2 or no? Uh, yes, but I'm willing to do oh. it again. No, we can't do it again. We can do our clip. I'm going to insert my me and James playing no. the oh. song right here. number two what is your song jingy jam uh that was going to be it now i have to find another oh, one this is so, so i'm just gonna I love that the most benign request can still drive james oh, into the most man. anxious of states <laughs> he's shaking right now <laughs> <laughs> it's just like james what song you like james what about okay so either either um Oh, pick one. No, no, Smoking no. out the window by Silk Sonic, or which sounds like. Or that song, Grandpa's Dinner Granddad's Party. Granddad's Dinner Party by October. First of October, which sounds like this. I'm into something. I've been to school. I'm into nothing. I've been through. Or. Old Love by Eric Clapton, which is one that James sent me recently, which is my third song recommendation, sounds like this. And that... 
concludes the podcast. Gentlemen, this has been a lovely 2021 special. I'm keen for no more podcast. This has been I don't think it was very lovely. We have been at rooftop the whole time. Oh, bloody reality breaking, boys. Did you hear? I'm going to edit rooftop sounds in. Should I go to rooftop next week and just sit there with like my Zoom H5 and just like record? Make no, sure because you we're get coming back to the sirens. original issue. You can't just record people without them knowing. Well, you can if they don't find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a great point to make if you weren't going to then publish it on the internet. <laughs> with a reference specifically to where you did this and when you did this. No. Follow the boys on no, Twitter James right. might accept you His account is private now He's Ramegy2 R-A-M-E-J-Y number 2 He might accept your request if you're sexy enough Follow Daniel on Twitter Underscore Dan A-U And I am your host Not Lockie N-O-T-L-O-C-K-I-E And follow the podcast Bra Sunday on Twitter Send us an email to uh, to does the, does, does the podcast have a, <laughs> I was going to make a bit about like does it genuinely have a Twitter, but does it genuinely have a fucking email it does. address? Well, you have to have an email address. Hey, here's channel. what I want you to do. I want you to deactivate that email address. You have to have an email to have a YouTube channel. It's a Google account. Yeah, I know that's fucked up. Google has too much power as a corporation. We should break <laughs> up. Google's Google. all right. They're having a crack. Google. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't get suspended from YouTube and then because of that lose my email and all other accounts associated with Google. That's fucked up. Thanks for listening. This has been a Bra Sunday podcast. Ever can I get a bra? Bra, bra. All right, night.